love how much their hair gets in our stuff. So we feel you. Here's a cup I have and it says everything tastes better with a bit of dog hair in it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Back to the Shaken Not Scared podcast. Here with you as always, your host Eric and Vivi. Today we're going to be talking about the 2006 film Evil Bong, directed by Charles Band. But before we get into that, how are you, Vivi? I am excited because we have guests again. Woo! We are joined by the Always Room for More podcast. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm the host of Always Room for More, Chris Moore. And with me always is the beautiful Katrina Penny. Hi, I'm Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here and we're really excited, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, we always love talking to you guys. So Yes, it's always fun with Chicken not scared <laughs> <laughs> likewise how are you guys doing what's new over at always room for more not a whole lot right now we're doing a bit of a like a hiatus thing we're just taking our break for a bit taking some time to refocus some things and get things done in line honestly it's been good aside yeah. from you know a couple hiccups but <laughs> <laughs> nothing too major nothing we can't yeah. get by we just had our two-hour halloween special like a couple weeks ago on halloween so yeah, it was time to have a little break for a bit yeah it's a good idea especially with the holidays coming up i think things yeah. are only going to get more hectic a break sounds like a good idea mm. i also work in retail so christmas season gets real crazy for me does it really to have so many questions because i know where you work and that's interesting <laughs> those are some good gifts <laughs> but that's only one of my jobs i work two retail jobs yes. oh, okay. so it gets crazy at both places <laughs> hey you gotta gift some fun for your significant other for the listeners who don't know <laughs> trina works at would you call it a an adult store yeah, so okay. yeah adult novelty the picture it's for sexual health <clears throat> Which again would make a great Christmas gift. Oh, is that a hint? hint, hint. No. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to treat her too. <laughs> How are you, Vivi? I am good. Work's been not super fun, so I am excited to start drinking. Also, I've never tried Jägermeister before, so I'm a little scared. When we went to the store and picked it up, I was asking if we should get the giant bottle so that way I could give it to her all tonight. <laughs> like we could try some Jäger bombs. We could try. Yeah, some I was just gonna say. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger Red Bull. <laughs> I had those since I was like 19. Oh my God. Oh man. Jaeger bombs on my 18th birthday. Last time I had Jaeger bombs. You guys are not making me feel any better about this drink. <laughs> well, the good thing is that you're not drinking it straight. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, exactly. Should be fine. Jaeger's usually good when it's mixed with something. That's true. This one's with Midori, but I guess we'll get to that the when we get there. drink portion in a sec, but how are you? I'm doing okay. We had barbecue. I would watch Naruto and see Choji eat this most delicious barbecue food off of this grill and we finally had some today so i'm pretty much happy Cross that up the bucket list. <laughs> i love that <laughs> so do you guys have any creepy content you guys want to talk about have you heard of the game first class trouble no what's that about it was the playstation plus free game right now for this month have you ever played that game among us yes basically like that with much better graphics you're like people are stuck on a spaceship or a space cruise trying to escape these personoids two people are personoids and then the rest of the group are just regular people trying to figure out how to get off the ship and get away from the personoids or kill the personoids without getting killed by the personoids oh man that sounds intense oh yeah <laughs> you'll hear him he has his headphones on his mic will be going and you'll just hear the entire party just screaming at each other <laughs> and I'm just like oh my gosh I love using and pointing fingers and people backstabbing one actually was very funny I came 
came down the stairs. I was a personoid, so I killed this guy with a syringe thing. And then I walked away. I walked around the corner and came back around. There's another guy looking at the body. I was like, this guy killed the guy. This guy, this guy's the guy. <laughs> Believe me, we were able to vote that guy out. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing a lot more popularity with these kinds of games, even with board games. It makes me think that more and more people are liking to backstab their friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's cathartic. It's kind of like Clue, but not. Yeah. I kind of like that. I also <laughs> was just saying I want more board games, though. So <laughs> I don't think I personally have anything that I've consumed that's creepy. Other than Criminal Minds, I've been doing that nonstop. That's creepy. That is pretty creepy. <laughs> I mean, that but... ventriloquist doll one that you mm-hmm. watched where the guy was like breaking bodies oh. and stuffing them in a fucking cardboard. Okay, car- that episode <laughs> freaked me out because I don't really like dolls as it is. And this one serial killer that they caught was turning his victims into live marionettes. He was like dislocating their limbs <laughs> and hanging them from cords and stuff like that and like reciting a play with them. It was this was oh, in Criminal Minds. I hate yeah. that so much. I also really hate dolls. So, right. right? Yeah. And I'm like, this is an episode of Criminal Minds, and I feel like I'm watching a horror movie right now. <laughs> I feel like that writer for that episode watched too much Saw. Possibly. And yeah, he like had these like doll faces, paper mache to their faces and stuff. Those shows sometimes have guest writers too, right? So maybe right. they had somebody who just guested that day and was like, I wasn't able to make this a movie. I'm going to make it the creepiest <laughs> TV show ever. Seriously, some of the episodes get me cringing, and then the other ones are like just t- Tears. Just so many tears. <laughs> That's like with the other show you watch. Law and Order. Yeah. These TV shows <laughs> yeah, really right? get creative. <laughs> I think Law and Order uses actual headlines too, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it uses real life cases so that's the scarier part (laughs) what i've noticed is because i started watching criminal minds right from the beginning again now that i'm getting into the later seasons where it's closer to now you can see where they've started to update the lingo and stuff like that even certain things they start explaining as social media culture they'll bring it up and i'm just like the more relevant it gets to today the freakier it gets i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) but they even like at one point explain what a hashtag is oh they definitely know their audiences are probably older (laughs) trying to learn the lingua (laughs) just like oh gosh (laughs) i loved it though what about you what have you been watching me i've actually been reading the troop by craig davidson but the book's supposed to be about and this is from the amazon description follows a scout troop on a terrifying fight for survival when they come across a mysterious and deadly stranger in the canadian wilderness gives me like zombie apocalypse vibes but i don't think that's what's going on there's supposed to be some like infected thing out in the woods and i don't like how it started because it makes you think this is just like an innocent group of kids but i guess that's how stranger things works out so it can be dark i'm excited to see where it goes well it started with a bunch of kids yeah and then it ended in a really weird it really did end in a weird way yeah the book did at least yes we don't Uh, talk about that i guess yeah we don't talk we just glaze over that part of the book that and all the racism Um, what about you i've been watching this i feel like every week i just come on here and say i've been watching horror movie documentaries but i've been watching another one and it's on shutter this time it's behind the monster so they analyze a horror movie monster for each episode. I've seen the Halloween one and the Child's Play one. Wow. They also have a Candyman episode, but I haven't watched that one yet because we haven't seen the movie and I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Is this an analysis in that they try to psychologically describe what the character is thinking or they go into just like the history and how the character was made? Yeah, the history and then kind of the impact that they had on culture and why they think.
think these characters are so loved still. So okay. it's kind of just like a fun watch. It's not like super serious. That gave me an idea for a book and I'm going to keep it to myself. No, I'm oh, going to okay. say it. <laughs> <laughs> One of our friends was recently telling us that there's a psychology book that uses references to SpongeBob. Mm. And I'm wondering if anyone's done that for horror. Oh, it's possible. We should look it up. Interesting. If they haven't, I'm going to make it. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you said it was here for live, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be date stamped and everything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it official. Cool. Is there anything that you guys have for comfort content since the world's just getting a little bit happier with the holidays around the corner? <laughs> it's kind of comfort. It's the Stephen King book, though. You guys have heard of the Dark Tower series? Yes. So I'm reading the fifth book, I believe it is, The Wolves of the Kala. I really love the Dark Tower series. I mean, it's not like a really scary book. I don't really find a lot of Stephen King books scary. I know they're supposed to be, but I think it's just <laughs> I've seen so much worse in horror movies that the images <laughs> I can gather from what he writes, I'm like, yeah, that's I guess that's scary, but come on. I've seen some shit on Saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you like the movie when it came out? I didn't watch it because it didn't look like I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> he got mad. <laughs> like, I love the actors they chose for the characters. I was like, oh my god, this would be amazing. And then I read what they were doing with the story and I was like, oh no. They're just going <laughs> to bypass all the good shit and just go straight to what people think they want to see. That sucks. I hate when they yeah. do that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. We have a book club with our friends. We're always looking for new stories to read. I think that that one would be a good one to Yeah, I'd on. be interested in checking it out. That's a long series though. That's <laughs> so I, none of my friends read enough. Oh. <laughs> well, like, the only person I know that would read is Christopher. <laughs> we tell each other about the books we read anyway. So I mean, so it's just a smaller book. book club. Yeah. <laughs> so my comfort content, same kind of as my creepy content. I've been just binging Criminal Minds. <laughs> um, like, there's just been no break except for when we watched Evil Bong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> prior away from Criminal yeah. Minds. Yeah, so he had to. Take the controller away from my hands. <laughs> Other than that, my usual go-to is Lord of the Rings, and I haven't watched it in a while. The 20th anniversary is coming up, as my lovely partner pointed out to me today. So <laughs> we're going to watch that soon because that's like my childhood and my favorite series ever. So what about you? What do you get for comfort? I just always watch Bob's Burgers. That's what I've been watching lately. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I've been watching the new season because I think I've caught up for the most part. I just watch it all the time. <laughs> I have haven't caught up on the new season yet because I finished what they had originally on Disney. I knew it was still going, so then I moved on to Criminal Minds. <laughs> now I've got to finish Criminal Minds before I move on to any of the shows that just recently came out with the seasons. <laughs> Makes sense. We don't have live TV, so I sometimes don't even find out there are new seasons to anything. You know, there's that spinoff series of The Walking Dead called The World Beyond or Beyond World or something like that. There I was, didn't even know about this. I saw a promo yeah. that was like, final season. I was like, when did it even start? <laughs> I'm like that all the time. Right. I know there's two of The Walking Dead, but I don't even know what this one is. I have to look up. Like, I'll finish the show and I'll be like, is this still running? <laughs> I get another season or am I going to be let down? <laughs> I hate when shows I love get canceled. Oh, I hate that too. So right? much. Yeah. Like, oh, who cares Marvel. if no one watched it? I I'm watch watching it. this. <laughs> Don't I count? I will give you? you my entire direct deposit. Just for <laughs> one more season. My comfort content is actually also not comforting. It's The Walking Dead. I've been playing <laughs> the app. I told Vivi I was not going to play it because I hate when games like this, the like build your own town, those kinds of games, you can't have fun because people have already destroyed your town and you come back to just rebuild it by the time you're wanting to do anything that was fun about the app you've wasted so much time so you end up not playing anymore but this one's been okay yeah so 
<laughs> you literally did the opposite of what you said you were going to do and yeah. kept playing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not playing this past the trial. Because, you know, when you start those games, it gives you like a seven-day shield so right. no one can attack you. The shield ended a couple days ago and I haven't been destroyed, but I joined a clan, so that could be part of it. <laughs> See, that just reminded me that I play Harvest Moon every night before I go to bed. So I guess you could count that as my comfort content. That there you go. Because that's just my little farm. Just like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now, but I'm going to I'm just going to farm for a little bit first. <laughs> Some light farming before bed. <laughs> Sometimes I'm playing there and I'm just hitting build on my new building or sending a person <laughs> to go kill a crowd of zombies and I'm just getting lullabied by <laughs> the knowledge that my town will be okay at night. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. yeah, Chris has had to take this switch for me a couple times because I've fallen asleep with it in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have two drinks. Take it away. Well, I made this shot called the Dirty Bong Water. You're supposed to use melon liqueur, but I didn't have any. couldn't find any because apparently it's seasonal, I think. So I use a uh, blue car. Cow, I think it's pronounced. I'm not very good. Cow, Some orange juice layered over top of the caracal, and then Jägermeister layered over top of the orange juice. I will say it definitely looks like bong water. <laughs> Theirs looks cooler. Yeah, my mom is really good at mixing. I don't know why. Probably because she hung around bars when she was younger. But she's always just been really good at layering shots. And I just okay. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to take a little bit of her skill because we didn't layer it as good. I was in a hurry. Okay. <laughs> I think it looks beautiful. It happens. <laughs> Let's try it. Cheers. 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 <laughs> That's sharp, right? Okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. This one had Jaeger? Yeah, the top. Oh, you know what? I taste the aftertaste of Jaeger. <laughs> because if you've had Jaeger on its own, it's almost like a medicine shot. Yeah. It's kind of minty in a way. Oh, little... that's what the mint. Do you taste that? I've always was. found that Jaeger's a little thick, but maybe that's just... <laughs> <laughs> She's a little too thick. <laughs> a little too thick. Yeah, thick with six E's. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rate it? It's not bad. I've definitely had worse shooters. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Sweet. What about you guys? I usually take really harsh shot drinks like uh, whiskey and stuff like that. So to me, this was very light, just easy to take, you know, so I'm going to say that's a three. I feel like orange juice will fix like a lot of alcohol. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give it a 2.5. Because you don't like Yeah, sweeter things are lower on my scale, but it's still good. I like the minty aftertaste. Not in a bad way, but the minty part and then the orange juice is like when you brush your teeth and then (laughs) drink orange juice. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. that'd be gross. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, wait, that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, bong water is not supposed to taste good. At all. Exactly. So. <laughs> This tastes better than bong water. I accidentally had that happen where it shoots back into your mouth and taking a two shot. <laughs> I vomited because of that happening. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. If you're sitting there too high and you're contemplating drinking your actual bong's water, don't do this it. This is a better option. <laughs> or get a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> if you're contemplating drinking your bong water without any sort of dare or prompting, <laughs> I worry. It might be an evil bong telling them to do it's that. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> do you want to talk? about the actual cocktail yes my cocktail that i made up i tried to find a bong related drink so i found dirty bong but since the dirty bong comes with coconut rum and i don't like coconut i fucking hate coconut so i use fireball whiskey instead so that makes it more evil so it's evil bong water now (laughs) (laughs) to make it you're gonna need a half ounce of southern comfort half ounce of amaretto half ounce of blue caracal (laughs) half ounce of the fireball half ounce of spice rum half ounce of raspberry liqueur and a half shot of seven up and this is the one that i like i smelled and i'm just like (laughs) i don't (laughs) it smells fruity it has that like citrusy smell to it i don't know how to explain it It almost smells like wine oh Oh, yeah that's a good way to describe it cotton candy wine yeah Yeah, yeah, it smells like christmas cheers (laughs) 
I love that. <laughs> this is some really dirty bombard. Yeah, it is a very dark, dark, <laughs> purpley shade. It tastes exactly like what it smells like. Yes, it's very candy flavored. Mm. I imagine this would be good with ice, like with a giant oh, ice yeah. ball. I mean, we do put ice in our bongs, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's like bong cocktail glasses. <laughs> I guess you could buy a bong and put cocktails in it. Just be clear when people come over, that is not a bong to be used. <laughs> <laughs> that is the cocktail bong. I read an article where it's like, if you want to have a tastier hit to use other things than just water like they said use cranberry juice and it has a more fruitier taste to your wheat interesting does that work that way i mean it's just filtering through whatever liquid is in the bottom of the bong this is just filtering the smoke through that like cooling it off basically cool what do you guys rate this evil bong water (laughs) evil bong water yeah this one's very sweet so i'm gonna give it a 2.5 it's not the worst i've ever had it's definitely a sipper though like you wouldn't want to chug this because you'll probably be messed up yeah it's got a lot of ingredients it has so much alcohol (laughs) in it <laughs> it's almost like if you had a blue motherfucker, you know how that's like a very sweet lemonade type to drink. It. I'd give it a two, but if you're trying to get fucked up, I'd give it a five. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Just by smelling it, it smells like a porn star. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the drink, not an actual porn star. <laughs> I was like, that is a specific smell. <laughs> very no, specific. No, no, no. no um, but it, that's my usual drink of choice when I go to the bar. Well, so the raspberry liqueur I used was your sourpuss raspberry liqueur stuff well that would do it <laughs> and blue carousel it's half of a porn star then seven up makes the porn star that's why it sounds like a porn star okay <laughs> yeah it tastes like a warmer porn star <laughs> <laughs> sweaty porn star <laughs> i'm just gonna keep assuming you're talking about a person yeah <laughs> again is that like a canadian drink or something do they not <laughs> is it the same as a blue motherfucker i don't know what's in a blue motherfucker a lot it's got vodka rum tequila gin blue caraco yeah. sweet and sour mix seven up yeah so it might be a similar drink just a couple mm. more ingredients just way more hard liquor yeah really a motherfucker <laughs> yeah yeah i used to drink those like crazy when those are definitely your college freshman drinks <laughs> of you're trying to die that's what this is too the evil bong water it's something you want to get <laughs> fucked I'd, up i'd on. be interested to have that at a party one day <laughs> hangover from having too many of these would fucking kill you oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's All why it's the sugar. i'm the sugary drink type person though <laughs> when i actually do choose to drink so i'd give it like maybe a three i'll give it a four i like it awesome well give it a shot or give it a drink since we didn't have too much to go off of for this movie being from 2006 and sort of like a what would you say b maybe c movie z (laughs) (laughs) there wasn't too much to look up for fun facts so tommy chong was in the film and i think our friends here at always room for more wanted to talk about some tommy chong facts i don't know if it's well known that he is canadian before he became the big time tommy chong everyone knows the big pot smoker he actually used to run a strip club down in toronto so it's like really interesting <laughs> so this is a prequel to him in real life yeah it makes sense with this movie now right? yeah. it's like the movie just suddenly makes sense yeah right? it does actually <laughs> is that all the fun facts we have then yeah pretty much there was a lot <laughs> all right cool we have the speed run chris is going to take that over you have one minute and if you fail we have to all take a shot another shot of bong water okay ready one two three go so there's this nerd who comes to live with these four three stoners and the three stoners are like oh we need to get a killer bong for this apartment so they get a killer bong from this fucking uh, ad in the high times and it said that it's haunted bong so they're like oh cool haunted bong so they get a bong and um i shouldn't have had that drink before this uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the bong starts being all sentient and shit 
and uh, uh, starts taking them out one by one. And then the smart nerd guy who never smokes weed is like, oh, my God, it's the bong. And then he uh, he's like, oh, my God, we got to do something about it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the, owner, the real owner of the bong shows up. And he's like, I'm going to destroy this bong. And then they get sucked into the bong through smoke special stuff. And then the the, the, the original owner is like, I'm going to destroy this. And he tries to hammer it. Nothing happens. He tries to saw it. Nothing happens. He gets sucked into the bong, too, because like, he's like smelling all the smoke coming from the bong. He's like, mm, BC bud. And then he gets sucked into the bong. And then. He's like, oh, I got you, bitch. And he shows up. He's got a bomb strapped to him, and he lets it go, and he blows up the whole fucking bong and everything in it. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were done, you won. (laughs) You you hit it like 59.99. Oh, he just made it. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah, you were like speeding through that and then just suddenly (laughs) decided to give a bunch of details. I was worried for a second. Well, how do you be told? <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's the elements that I'm missing. <laughs> I guess we don't have to take another shot. Well, if you want to take one, that's your choice. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> a little bit of a celebratory shot. Because we made it. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do it, so there we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, what does IMDb say? The overview actually comes from Wikipedia. It says, Evil Bong is a 2006 American stoner horror comedy film directed by Charles Band about a group of stoners who smoke from a sentient malevolent bong that traps the smoker in the bong world a surreal realm filled with killer strippers and other full moon creatures full moon creatures huh? that's what it calls it <laughs> there's some a... weird characters in this bong well, realm yeah. i have to say there are some parts in this movie that i was just like what <laughs> am i watching and the best part was that it was just so low budget everything was just like oh no. it was just so bad it was good i don't know <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Do you think that movie was worse than The Beast of Bray Road or about similar? (laughs) So remember you guys hated that. Well, not hated, but you guys thought that one was pretty bad. Yeah. It was bad, but I think that one was bad because we're near Wisconsin and know a lot of Wisconsin tropes and lore that we were like, oh my God. (laughs) I think the only thing that probably makes Evil Bong a little better is that it knows its audience and it knows what it's trying to do. I think Beast of Ray Road was trying to be a serious horror movie and that's where it failed. (laughs) Okay, good point. (laughs) Special effects wise, I'd say Evil Bong also wins. Now I haven't watched the other movie that we're talking about, so if you're telling me that's special effects wins <laughs> and you belong, that's telling me a lot <laughs> well do you guys want to dive into it yeah so the movie kind of has an entirely tv show vibe it even does really? weed transitions like that 70s show we said yeah. the same thing the only thing we could think of yeah i was saying it's like a 90s sitcom like you ever watch power rangers the original power rangers yeah it had that kind of feeling like where they have a little kind of like a skit that happens before the show actually begins kind of thing <laughs> yeah. where like something happens where like a monster shows up or something so it felt very very, very 90s TV show. Made couldn't... in 2006. So. <laughs> right. They also couldn't decide on what music they wanted to oh put down God. for this soundtrack because the music was all over the place. <laughs> oh, I thought the same. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, they played like this like happy-go-lucky song when they were tearing down the nerd. Like The two girls were like busting his balls, but it sounded like all jovial and happy. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem like the right time. <laughs> it was definitely written by dudes. For sure. <laughs> this trope of the girl who's just super horny and has has no personality is definitely of the time. I don't think you'd oh, get away with this. Oh, it's a very early 2000s 
comedy trope. Same thing with the like surfer dude roommate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bach. that's the other thing. The stoner characters felt almost as if they weren't stoners. Like they're just pretending to be stoners to catch stoners, like cops, because <laughs> they were using like bro, dude, a lot. Like I don't use that much. I might call someone bro and whatnot, or dude, or hey man, but like I, they, I do. They were using it like <laughs> excessively to make me go. I feel like they're 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 putting on a charade here. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't very believable. I liked kind of the exaggerated stoner versions, but uh, Lornell, the entire time he was talking, all I could hear was Randall from Clerks. <laughs> he just had the exact same tone of voice and like a little bit of like that New York accent. So I'm just like, it's Randall if he was super freaking stoned. <laughs> but yeah, the over-exaggeratedness of like the facial expressions were getting me because I don't know what it is with older movies like that that have like that like, uh, dead, right? And they like really talk with their tongue <laughs> behind their teeth and it's just like it was way of the times man why? yeah especially Bach because he was supposed to be the surfer dude impression yeah, I'm sure he was going corner. just above and beyond yo what was up with the names Larnell oh my Alistair Bach and who was the fourth guy Brent, Brent. the most Brent, normal, normal one <laughs> yeah, yeah just like the one normal out of all of them. Uh, I, mean, I thought maybe they were trying to like name them after certain things like Alistair Alistair Crowley maybe. that's what I thought right and then Larnell I don't know who the fuck Larnell would be but Bach <laughs> Beethoven yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just like weird because, like, obviously, I think his is like a last name, but yeah, something like that. So, hear me out. This movie, they had no idea how to fill in time, and we're like, look, we yeah. need to make a movie about an evil bong. It collects people and kills them inside the bong, but we need this movie to be an hour and twenty minutes minimum. How do we do that? And they just threw in a crap ton of unnecessary, unnecessary. story. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Get out of our heads. <laughs> That's exactly how we felt. <laughs> what was, was the like, whole point? Movie, yeah. of that storyline <laughs> to talk shit that's it the baseball background brett giving alistair these like lectures about not throwing your life away and caring too much about school because one day you're gonna get drug tested <laughs> there's a lot of macho man talking throughout this movie i noticed like him and his like red meat thing and picked up on some very uh definitely early 2000 lingo you know when they were talking the one guy called the other guy queer and stuff like that and then there's the f-bomb dropped and everything was like holy fuck yeah <laughs> yeah it's very homophobic language which was like yeah. if you go back and watch those movies from the 2000s it's everywhere oh yeah exactly. anything earlier than 2010 you're gonna have something like that mm -hmm. it's either used as a joke or a way to insult someone this movie i thought was gonna be worse in that exactly. respect because <laughs> it started off so bad that i was like oh man we're about to hear a lot of like problematic, really problematic stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah well the thing that got me <laughs> right off the bat was in the opening scene when he's showing him around the apartment the audio dub that happens immediately <laughs> just looks like it doesn't even match and they're just like we're just gonna pop this in here real quick just to make it work but it's like the audio changes completely i'm like oh i thought you were gonna point out the jesus smoking a blunt that is the yeah. first scene we see after <laughs> 20 minutes of credits it feels oh, yeah. like <laughs> Right, just names and weed leaves. We we watched it briefly again today, like almost finished it again today, just so we could Africa. like refresh because like we watched it pretty late last night. We're getting high. Yeah, and I was like, this time I wasn't super paying attention, but it felt like it went a lot faster once you've seen it one time because now you're not like dragging through. Like, okay, all this. By the time I looked up, I'm like, oh, it's the grandpa scene. Okay. I wondered if this movie is meant to be seen while you're high. Like, 
if it makes it better or not. I can't say that it improved it, but I haven't watched it sober. So I don't know. <laughs> Let me just say that when we first started, she's like, what, what do you think you're going to give this movie? And I was like, I'll give it a five. I'll be generous. It's probably going to be a funny stoner movie. I'll give it a five. Ten minutes in, I'm like, shit, this is a total two. <laughs> <laughs> there are some gems in there. I still like that the murderous people are women who are killing the patrons at the strip club. The way they kill them is the part I have a problem with. Exactly. <laughs> just the gaudy fake Halloween costumes on the boobs or it's just like dollar store Halloween masks. Yeah, like little reaper masks. Like, I'm just going to eat you with my boobs now. It just makes total sense. And the lack of budget because they couldn't make it like animatronic or make anything move, right? You just see this like fish eye lens and glowing. Like, trying to make it look like it's moving but it's not it's It's clearly the actress trying to move it herself Which death was your favorite? Mm, they were all pretty stupid, to be honest. <laughs> I kind of like that Brett gets his peen chewed off. Chewed off. <laughs> Those were probably the least cringy ones because, like, you don't see her trying to, like, actually make them. Although, I want to say the first one mm. made me laugh the most. Oh, yeah, I was dying. Because <laughs> <laughs> killed Box, like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I made Eric rewind because I was like, did he just say he loves her? <laughs> I think it made seeing that he was still alive that much more meaningful just because i was like oh so he's still there he's just vibing now the entire rest of the movie (laughs) there was something you said what the fuck too that little like voodoo doll character maybe that was like like masturbating masturbating yeah we couldn't figure out if that's what he was doing while bach is being murdered (laughs) i don't know we're just like is he supposed to be like a voodoo doll or like what what is that he's like this little guy with a bone through his nose but it's like a little puppet he's like claymation right these characters that we keep seeing are actually full moon production characters from other full moon movies so that little guy is Uga Booga I think it is and he's like a little voodoo doll like puppet master type ripoff oh okay right well. ginger dead man shows up even the little guy in the little hat who like tells the uh, buck to be careful that that one uh, <laughs> he's also a character from full moon productions that makes more sense when she said full moon characters I was thinking like are these characters that people think come like out cryptids? during the full moon yeah yeah <laughs> now that makes that sense. makes sense the gingerbread <laughs> man did look super familiar I'm like I think there's a movie about him yeah they're just kind of hoping that you're going to watch the rest of them. I've always wanted to watch Ginger Bird Man or Ginger Dead Man, I guess. Now that Whatever I it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have to know. <laughs> He's even voiced by Gary Busey in the movie. Not the Evil Bomb movie. It's the guy who did the puppeteering for him. But in the actual Ginger Dead Man, it's Gary Busey. Oh, wow. Who else was in this film? They're named at the beginning credits. It's like special appearance by some guy. I noticed Bill Mosley, <laughs> obviously Tommy Chong. These characters that were in there as special appearances had no real reason to be there other than that they're patrons of the strip club who possibly died in the past is that what we're supposed right. to get i'm assuming they smoke yeah i think so i think that's the point of it that they smoke from the bong so they're trapped forever in stripper world or bong world did they also get revived when they blew up the bong oh well, maybe good question <laughs> maybe because you only see jimbo and the strippers in the final scene together and they don't even explain why he stayed there they're just like oh he didn't make it <laughs> and that's it <laughs> maybe if you die in the bong world you can't come back that's not true because yeah <laughs> the other guys did yeah i don't, I don't know i'm trying I'm to try to find logic in this movie there is none <laughs> as we kind of had that thought where it's just like okay well clearly he's in this like afterlife realm where he's not really dead but what kills me is that like later on in the movie when he wakes up he's just like I just woke up in the basement <laughs> under some trash and it's just like they literally just thought he was dead so they just was like well we're gonna have a party first so let's just put him under 
this trash and make it okay. I, I lost my shit. Yeah, these are not the best friends to have. No, they really are <laughs> contemplating not calling the police over his dead body because they're having a party. A party, by the way, that ends up being like them and two other chicks. Yeah, and not only that, but he's using the fact that he got drug tested as a reason why he can't call the cops. <laughs> I got kicked I'll- off the baseball team. What do you think they're going to do to me next? <laughs> I like how much Alistair thought through what was going to happen, though. They were like, the coroner's going to be able to tell that Bach's been dead for several days. And they're like, he's just a pothead, dude. They're not going to blame it on anything but the weed. I was like, that's so unfortunate, but he's not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I also really liked about Alistair's character was that he never deterred away from the lingo that he was supposed to be using, right? He always kept it extremely smart. He never divulged into being like your typical stoner. He didn't change his character at all, fit in mm-hmm. with his crowd that he was now succumbed to. Like, I like that he kind of stayed true to himself, except for at the end when he decides to take a toke, but it's only to be heroic. (laughs) Like, he always has good intentions. The part that was out of character for Alistair, well, and Janet, too, because Janet's supposed to be the smarter of the two girls, is that Mm. after Alistair tells her, hey, this guy's dead box also dead janet's like oh crap why he's explaining this whole ridiculous story to her and she's like oh what and so what she do we do no reaction like, <laughs> you're not crazy you she's like think- makes sense <laughs> yeah you're poisoning your friend's weed i'm getting the hell out of here wouldn't that have been a twist yeah, like go. if it wasn't the bong at all it was actually him <laughs> that would have been a good one i would watch that movie this is what you get for charging me 40 bucks and not even looking every time you take money out of my wallet you're just like this is mine now <laughs> yeah 40 bucks for some space in a room another or- five bucks so i'm just gonna grab this for one. for a bed <laughs> which is actually super cheap for a mattress <laughs> fair enough i didn't really trust the look of that mattress it, that's the sketchy part mm, yeah it wasn't like brown yeah it was not <laughs> a good quality it was multicolored. <laughs> i did like some of the themes in the background i don't know if you guys caught it the guy who delivers the bong when for some reason larnell doesn't remember what he ordered the delivery guy's name was rabbit i thought maybe that was like an alice in wonderland reference where he's Wait, telling what? larnell like it's the package you've been waiting for this is the path that you've been wanting to go down and Larnell's like it is it is my package it is the path that we wanted to go down I feel like they had a lot of ideas for this movie but they couldn't decide on which avenue they wanted to take so mm-hmm. they just kind of tried to put them all together and that's where it lost flow even when he brings up the bong they're talking about how Alice is a new roommate and stuff like that and how what's his name lost his career as a baseball player and that he's got money now and all of a sudden Larnell just like check this out just pulls the fucking high times magazine out of nowhere he's like look I can afford this bong now and looking at it just like fucking random as fuck pulls out the magazine and the super dramatic music starts playing though he hasn't even said anything yet i love the backstory he gives to it because he says it's from the 1960s it was made in new orleans and that it's haunted and has potentially killed its previous owner when they first get it and then start smoking it it's pretty innocent seeming but they do say it's like the best high they've ever had bach immediately gets addicted to it and is smoking way more often than the rest of the group as he does this the bong starts to change in appearance it starts to light up and glow but also develop a face and it is not great it would talk and the mouth would move move once incorrectly (laughs) yeah there's this one scene in there where they actually do get the eyes to move a little bit and i'm just like the entire budget right there yeah (laughs) they look like furby eyes oh my god yes (laughs) 
I honestly thought her facial expressions were going to be more prominent because of the art on the cover of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they well, wanted you to think. Uh, yeah, like the <laughs> the quality was very, very low. But if we look at the screenshots and stuff like that you see online, it looks like higher quality. So I don't know if it's just because on Tubi it doesn't have the high HD quality one. Because like the entire time you're watching it from the beginning, I'm like, this looks out of focus. Yeah, it looks like a 90s sitcom. We were like, there's yeah. movies from the 80s with better quality than this. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you're either out of focus or like the camera was just slightly off focus or the camera quality was just so low that they couldn't make it adaptable to the screen. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at like certain shots from the internet, it's really clear. And I'm wondering if like there's an HD version that we just don't have yeah. access to or the DVD version is probably what they have on Tubi. I don't <laughs> know. Like... The Tubi version looked like it was recorded on VHS. Right. Yeah. <laughs> recorded through a freaking onion. I even looked at Chris. I'm like, you remember when TV actually used to look like this? When I look back at TV, I'm like, oh my God, how did we watch this? Everything's yeah. fantastic when you're a kid. <laughs> there aren't enough pixels per square inch on my TV, yeah. sir. Dad, get a better TV or go home. I want this to look like it is happening right in front of me right now. <laughs> when they take the hit, I want to be high. <laughs> That's how HD That's needs the quality to be. I'm looking for. <laughs> we get that random explanation about how Larnell comes from money, which doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Well, I think the whole like Larnell coming from money thing, that's another one of those stoner stereotypes. You know, the guy who comes from money, doesn't do anything with his life, just a big stoner, just lives off his parents' wealth and all that Dropped stuff. Dropped out right? of law school. You know, dropped out of whatever school all that fun stuff just like the surfer guys the other super stoner stereotype right the dude what you know that kind of laid back real slow kind of guy ashley kutcher from dudes where's my car and brett (laughs) your your typical jock who was a stoner right and like kind of was like you know i'm a big time jock guy but i still get fucking high because i party brett is such a asshole i think he's the one who i hate the most because he's so (laughs) two-faced like you live here with your friends and then anytime your girlfriend talks crap about them you're just going in on your friends too it's actually kind of funny because like he reminds me of an old friend of that i used to have like an old acquaintance now really because he was that kind of guy of macho tough guy kind of thing and like oh i stick up for my friends but as soon as his girlfriend's come around i was like oh fuck them kind of guys right he's a real kind of like asshole in that sense so yeah (laughs) yeah i don't think any of these main characters are supposed to be likable not even alistair (laughs) alistair kind of is kind of he's that dork that's just like you're kind of you can't really hate because he's very sweet but you're like he seems like the dork that knows too much and is going to constantly tell you like well you're doing that wrong because it's actually supposed to be like this or that's wrong because you're actually you know like one of those kind of dorks (laughs) trying to outsmart yeah my favorite part is that he says no i'm not gonna smoke because it kills brain cells and then he's chugging a beer and i'm like huh interesting choice did you guys notice what beer they were drinking orange label (laughs) (laughs) kind of look like the Coors like can but there's a giant orange fucking like tape or whatever on it (laughs) vivi was the one who pointed this out but the kfc bucket in the background had tape on the k so it was just fc oh really (laughs) (laughs) i didn't see that i love that i noticed like the game scene like they can't use nintendo sounds right because nintendo would sue so the game is like a very generic sounding thing when i was like in my early 20s i had the exact same setup a super nintendo on top of an xbox right next to a fucking old (laughs) cr tv so i found what vivi said what the fuck dude it's the scene where luan walks in and is talking crap to Larnell about how he's a washed up loser. Larnell's like, I'm not a loser. You know why? I'm speaking new language. Try some of this bong and this weed. And he pulls out a giant bag of weed and she's like, oh my god, yes! And gets on her knees and starts pulling weed out of the bag by the handful. Because I'm like, she's literally stealing all of his stuff. (laughs) I was hella pissed about that, let me tell you. I'm like, oh, girl, I'm gonna punch you. Like... (laughs) 
you don't you don't mm-mm, mm-mm. That is, you don't just go in and just handfuls of somebody's weed i was like that's expensive she's just stealing from <laughs> so the grandpa again talks about how he's got the smoking hot new girlfriend to larnell he's describing her saying that he met her at a racquetball court yeah yeah and he's like when i saw her smacking those balls like it's super raunchy dialogue like he's just going in on how hot this girl is larnell says when's it my turn and his grandpa's like i hate you you bastard a super weird dynamic that whole scene was only put in there so he could just cuss the crap out of that guy (laughs) the guys were like well where is she he's like oh no she's on her way she's just making her way up the stairs they're like oh like why is she taking so long this old lady walks into the door with her walker literally just makes it to the sofa and passes out We have to mention that there are like is this like that sexy like music like a bombshell just yeah. walked in and stuff like that and you're expecting like he like got together with one of his friends or something like that. That's what I was expecting. I'm just like one of those girls is gonna come back in yeah. married to his grandpa <laughs> or something like that and he's gonna be like what the fuck no no it's just this little old woman. <laughs> that would have been a better twist. I turned to Vivi and was like I hope that when I'm old as hell I will always turn to you and talk about you like that to my friends <laughs> yes and please play that music every time i walk into a room with a walker that's adorable you won't even be walking in you'll just be passed out on the couch already probably <laughs> look at her <laughs> she's great she's asleep i would say that was probably the one scene that made me actually laugh not from like how bad it was i'm like okay that was funny <laughs> so again larnell dies bach is dead and i think the last one to die is brett with luann after luann does this weird ass drunk but high dance with a pogo stick yes <laughs> for some reason the only point of that was to show that she could pogo without any hands they made her like do you have any skills and she's like i can pogo with no hands like it's in the movie <laughs> man that that one chick that one chick the really really catty one luann yeah yeah, yeah. oh Oh, I, maybe it's just because I don't get along with girls very well, but I just wanted to rip her face off the entire time. I'm just like, please tell me she dies. I was like, is she drunk or high? I was uh, like, this is that not was how the strangest scene in the whole like, movie. Right? I've been smoking weed for at least about a decade now, and I have never once encountered somebody react to weed that way. Why did she even bring the pogo? Bring oh, that the was pogo my question. Here. Look, until she started pogoing on it, I thought she brought a tire pressure pump. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she started like at first it was messed up but the moment it transitioned to her like chihuahua humping his leg i was like what are we watching right now when alistair finally tells janet hey everyone's dead we need to get them out of there janet had already taken a hit from the bong what i thought was funny was when alistair's alone immediately tommy chong knows where they are where did this bong went? walks in starts talking about what's happening how he's got to save them no explanation Alistair's like, I thought you were dead. And Tommy Chong's like, no, man, that's my wife. She didn't want me to have the bong in the first place. So she made up this whole story. Yeah, it's just that typical bad divorce that's just, you know, all of my stuff, man. No one ever makes it out of there alive, man. It's like, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping they would stop. He's looking at him and goes, so no one makes it out of there alive, but you've been there and now you're here. And he's like, yeah, I know. No one makes it out. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when Alistair's about to jump in, he's like, I got to go in there. I got to take a hit. And Chong's like, here, take these. And he's like, what are these for? He's like, they'll help you get out. He's like, well, what are they? He's like, I don't know. Vitamins? He's like, but they'll help you get out. So just just take them. <laughs> I'm no. curious if it was Viagra. I don't know if it was uh, Viagra or not, but what I think it is, it's a callback to Up in Smoke when Cheech and Chong are riding the car and Cheech is asking 
asking for a mint or something. Chong gives it to him thinking it's like aspirin or something. And he's like, oh, wait, don't take that. He's like, well, he goes, oh, that was like a bunch of acid. (laughs) (laughs) Then Chi starts freaking out. Have you ever seen those? No, I haven't, actually. If you want a good stoner movie, watch, watch yeah, those ones. Say, those are classic stoner movies. <laughs> Do they hold up? Oh, for sure. For us. I think so. <laughs> They're probably one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched it in a bit, but... Ryan, our other co-host back in high school, we'd leave school at lunchtime, go back to his place, get stoned, and then watch those movies, like Up in Smoke, and then Nice Dreams, and next <laughs> movie. Oh, a bunch of fun times. <laughs> That's fun. Do we see Cheech anymore? I haven't seen Cheech Money in a long time, like in anything. He, he does, like, bits, parts here and there he does cameos and stuff like that like he was in an episode of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> I actually think they wow. do TikToks together now yeah, yeah. Do. yeah. yeah. Oh, dude hell yeah I could see them like doing a buddy stoner movie in their old age too <laughs> if everything's getting remade why not that no we had like a uh... Jane Silent Ball reboot. So let's get a Cheech and Chong reboot. And it'd be awesome because then you can actually use the actual Cheech and Chong versus like somebody in the future having to be like, I wish we could remake this, but we don't actually have them. And now that it's legal, it'd be cool as hell to see them try to deal with that. The theme song for Up and Smoke is called Up and Smoke. There's a newer version of Up and Smoke for 2018. Now that weed's legal, mostly everywhere. <laughs> so he talks about how now that weed's legal, he still smokes about the same as much as he used to. <laughs> <laughs> you know that show on Netflix, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? I haven't watched it but I've seen the little thing for it. Yeah, with Jerry Seinfeld. They should do a Cheech and Chong getting weed in all the states that are legal. And then (laughs) as the series continues, they just go to the states that newly legalize it. Oh my God, somebody call Netflix. (laughs) Make it a thing now. Too many good ideas coming from this show right now. (laughs) (laughs) Where's our money, damn it? (laughs) After he gives him the vitamins, Alistair does jump in and Chong stays behind to keep an eye on the bong because he's going to destroy it in time for Alistair to make it out with everyone. Alistair goes into the strip club janet has a male stripper which i thought was pretty cool i was like all right that's good they like tried for her i thought she was dancing with arnell at first so did i yeah i was like damn arnell's got a rock hard abs no i thought it was brett i think no i thought it was buck oh oh, yeah (laughs) they all look very similar (laughs) (laughs) so the entire time you're in the bong world you're looking into a portal weird smoky film around the glass of the bong yeah the movie does linger a lot it's almost like they spent a lot of money on getting these strippers to be in it do you think there's a guild in cinema for getting people to just do the role of being strippers in movies i would guess these are not actual professional strippers i mean did you (laughs) see the way they were dancing on the pole those are not professional strippers (laughs) we have a strip club in london here london ontario called the beef or we used to they got closed down due to the pandemic bullshit and all that stuff but um it used to be the roughest strip club in london you know there'd be girls there that didn't know how to use the pole like trina says and uh the girls there who might have recently had a c-section in like a month oh, or two wow. yeah my favorite thing about that strip club though is that tom segura actually bashes that strip club in one of his specials so it's yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> it's hilarious it's well known not for good reasons well hey that girl with the c-section at least she's out there working I mean, yeah, yeah she's doing her hey, thing at least somebody, huh? <laughs> you do what you gotta do girl like these girls i guess we should describe what they were wearing the first girl was wearing a bra that bach jokingly says oh emo boobs nice goth boobs <laughs> goth yeah. boobs goth like, i'm saying yeah. emo boobs yeah goth boobs and it's literally just skulls with vampire teeth the second one was a set of sharks arnell calls them nemo yes <laughs> yeah. nemo yeah he's like this feels so weird and then he like is like sticking his hand
hands in the mouth of the shark and then all of a sudden they like start like munching on his hand and like I wanted to use the word nomming because you can see that it's literally a hand puppet through the side <laughs> instead of a bra going um nom 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 on his hand it was the funniest shit ever they legit yeah. picked those shark toys that you could move with yeah. your hands for that exact reason and then the third set is a set of lips Brett mm-hmm. earlier in the film talks shit about a girl from high school they're talking about there's no such thing as a bad blowjob and yeah. Brett's like no there is there was this girl in high school who was nothing but teeth it was the worst thing ever and so the stripper who's in the bong world is this girl from high school she's like do you remember when you used to talk about my blowjobs Brett it off screen goes to like give him a blowjob from her boobs but then yeah. he screams in agony and you can assume the teeth came back mm. <laughs> yeah. it's interesting because it's like wow you look really good now and it's like that typical like high school retribution like you hated me in high school but now you're gonna be all nice to me because i'm hot now but at the same time i don't understand how she gets there in the freaking first place i guess it's a fantasy world but at the same time they're making it like an actual world where they're getting trapped in this body of like this bong right so like did she smoke from the bong somehow no i think what it is is like the bong makes her his stripper because you know he brought her up for a reason so obviously he still thinks about her probably like you know what i mean perhaps the bong kind of read into that i was like we remember her so now you have to stay because you know you want to see what she's got right that's true i don't think she was one of the strippers that we saw in the background up until this point so (laughs) chong or jimbo we keep saying chong but jimbo it's chong it's It's basically him playing himself he talks about how his wife made him get rid of the bong his wife also made him get rid of his hot wheels collection and that hit me (laughs) straight in the heart my wife didn't make me get rid of my hot wheels collection but when i was younger i would not let my dad go for one thing he did he's probably rolling in his grave hating me and screaming at me right now when i was younger i was a kid we had moved neighborhoods we had put all the toys in a bag i had a huge hot wheels collection and those bags were still downstairs i guess one day he's like well they haven't come down for these they probably don't want them anymore and just threw out bagfuls of toys including oh, no. all of my hot wheels when chong said that i was like i know how you feel jimbo <laughs> I know how it feels. Just I, resonated with you. I didn't get a strip club in the end, though. With oh, Hot Wheels. A strip club with Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah. If not, there's another million dollar idea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, Jimbo tells Alistair that the only way to save Janet is to go in and get her. And then he teaches him how to smoke, which I thought was funny. You inhale, bro. You don't exhale. Yeah. <laughs> it made you feel like you really want to smoke with Tommy Chong at some point in your life. Because that's actually what he's like when he smokes with people. If you ever watch his TikTok, it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) While Alistair enters the bong realm, Jimbo has brought a hammer to try and destroy (laughs) Evil Bong. They're having an interaction basically saying like, you couldn't destroy me back then. You're not going to destroy me now. And it's, again, another weird special effect in this film that you think they probably spent all their budget on that when he does try to hit the bong with a hammer, a force field kind of appears (laughs) off her. Yeah, that's what I need. I need a bong force field to protect all my bongs. (laughs) One that can take a chainsaw like what Chong tries right after that. Yeah. Where was he holding that is what I want to know because he did not bring that big of a bag. Maybe Chong was already high and didn't know it and <laughs> eb just distracted him long enough to have alistair trapped in the bong well he keeps saying that he has built a resistance to whatever she's pumping out he's just like yeah no man i built a tolerance man i really had hope for chong i thought he truly had built that tolerance because he, he was, was fighting, fighting hard it. he goes in there and he's like oh no man i just I, I couldn't man she's got some new shit i, I couldn't <laughs> deal with it that pc bud man <laughs> yeah. while that's happening alistair is fighting for janet oh my god my laptop just turned on again oh good demon work heard that you're talking about weed it did it really did it turned on the camera and everything oh wow it's legal in Illinois it is grow up 
while Alistair is in there, the bong has the strippers try and seduce him. And he's also trying to resist. They're kind of having the same moment. While Jimbo's trying to resist the weed, Alistair's trying to resist the strippers. He eventually is able to fight them off and get Janet. Forces her to take a vitamin by telling her her breath stinks, that she needs a mint. <laughs> we get this exchange with Bill Mosley, who Eric had to point out to me because I did not recognize him. If you don't know who Bill Mosley is, he's chopped up and famous for a bunch of other roles. But... I believe he's in House of a Thousand Corpses as well. Yep. Yeah, what is Driftwood from? House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah, he had to tell me who Bill Mosley was too because I'm just like, Mr. Mosby? (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. Yeah, he looks real slick in this. Yeah, in all the other roles, he's always looking crazy. That's probably why I didn't recognize him. You can hear his personality though when he threatens Alistair. He talks almost in like like, chop top, I'm gonna kill you voice. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Which is so surprising to me that this film has Chong and Bill Mosley in it. Like, (laughs) they also spend their entire budget on that. Yeah. They had that third third guy in there he's a uh, one of charles band's original movie characters the guy in the trench coat the old guy yeah fun fact i actually forgot to mention we're recording this today on friday the 12th november right i think it's bill mosley's birthday today oh my oh, god sweet yeah. that's awesome yeah thanks for letting <laughs> yeah. us know he's Absolutely. actually gonna be at this event here in chicago on the 19th and we might stop by oh that'd be so awesome yeah. to see him so it turns out his birthday was yesterday the 11th either way happy belated <laughs> birthday it is interesting that he's been in like two movies that i've watched recently and didn't realize that his birthday was coming up yeah <laughs> but after the interaction with him jimbo walks in and they realize that he could not fight off the evil bong however he has brought a dynamite into the bong realm strapped to his chest he's just gonna blow up the whole building what is happening <laughs> It's an interesting choice. I like how the post-explosion damage is just like that cartoony black tar on his chest. But Alistair and Janet are able to make it out before he blows it up. And all of their friends have also survived. Which again, makes it not that much horror. Pretty low stakes if everyone survives. It's just a bad nightmare. They all just make a comment. Again, totally unfazed that someone died. They're like, oh, Jimbo's sacrificed himself. He's in a better place now. (laughs) I mean, they could have left Luann down there and I would have been happy. Just one. Honestly, they could have just all stayed dead and I'd been happy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jimbo should have made it out but I like his uh, punchline at the end so I'll keep that one I wonder if he's in the sequels do you guys know I do Look believe like he shows up for the second one I'm not sure about the rest of them because we watched the trailer for the second one and it looked yeah, like because the trailer there. shows up in the credits of the first one yeah <laughs> we saw that and I thought like did they just had the sequels already planned out and filmed before they even released the first one they must have it's full moon productions I wouldn't doubt it I think Alistair's a completely different actor and I was like is yep. this a blooper reel but they got a different actor for Alistair I thought maybe they're saying that Evil Bong that we just watched was like a real life thing and they're showing us now that they turned it into a movie. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> Chong, once he is the leader of the Bong world because he's killed the evil Bong, Ebi, I believe is the Bong's name. Yes. He makes a joke because the girls are like, now that you're the leader what do you want? And he's like, I want to play with... And you think he's going to say something perverted. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my Hot Wheels! And he pulls out a bunch of toy cars (laughs) and starts playing with them on the girls' chests and their shoulders. We were dying at the end because I don't know if you caught, he's like, oh, what? We're going to crash into a bush? And he's starting to push the Hot Wheels down. I didn't catch that, but I I did catch him going, oh, there's a mountain. (laughs) There's another mountain. mountain." He's like going over the boobs. Oh my God in his glory right now. <laughs> That's going to be called back to him being like the owner of a strip club. I was like, I wonder if he had those kind of moments some nights where it was slow. It was like, who wants to play with my Hot Wheels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to get sued. <laughs> in the real world. 
At what point do you go to Chong's strip club and go for Chong, not the strip club? Well, he became famous afterwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> but did he keep it after he got famous? Oh, I don't think so. I think, like, I think basically, <laughs> like, I think once bikers kind of moved into the territory, he was kind of like, I'm going to get out of this before I get hurt. Oh, man. Oh, a gotcha. strip joint. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's my new copyright. That's my new business. <laughs> There used to be Crazy Joe's in London here that was basically a, a hookah joint, but you couldn't smoke weed there. It was just, uh, what was that stuff shisha. called? Shisha. Yeah, you can only smoke shisha there. Never heard of shisha. That, it's like flavored tobacco, I think. Yeah, um, it's very popular in like the Middle East and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's very popular in Hindu culture. It's a, just a flavored tobacco. You can get a bunch of different flavors. You used to be able to get it at Rock Universe. I don't know if you still can anymore, but like it comes in like a brick and it's like just flavored tobacco. Okay. As marijuana connoisseurs yourselves... Were you guys heavily impressed by E.B. the Evil Bong? It was kind of weird because Trina noticed it right off the hop that the neck of it is where you would normally suck out your smoke from. But then there was all these hoses. And I was like, how does that work? That bothered me. (laughs) It bothered me a lot because I'm just like, okay, it has a chamber like a bong, but it has hookah hoses. And that's not how a hookah is supposed to be designed. So technically, when they light that, all of it would go up the chamber. I mean, unless they were sucking on the hose. So I guess it could be multi. Yeah, that's what I was like. Because like if you smoke from the hoses (laughs) right as you're lighting it it doesn't have time to go up the chamber it's going out the airflow where you're pulling from i guess it could be a multi-purpose thing because you you could plug the hoses into the side of it or something yeah because it looks like it it holds around and it can go like (laughs) so you could probably use it either way yeah we saw the hoses too and we're like that looks more like a hookah but we were like we don't know anything about bongs so (laughs) yeah i was like that kind of doesn't normal but (laughs) a normal hookah would have like a big bowl on the top and then it kind of comes down and then it has the hoses versus like that was like an actual bong with hoses. So it, it's like a hookah bong. I just feel like they put the hoses on it to make it look more menacing. Like it had like, you know, tentacles and like weird things coming out of it, right? <laughs> Rather than just a bong. But you never yeah. see them hit it like an actual bong. It's always hookah tokes. They don't even fill it with water. No, they don't. They don't <laughs> put water in it at all. Dry ass. <laughs> Constantly also water. the thing oh. that i questioned was you hear it's either lonel or brent say the name of the bong and it's eb but how do they learn her her name like they that's never maybe, brought up maybe arnell is the one that just names it eb mm. i don't know like i said this was a very disorganized movie where it's like they wanted to do so many things that they forgot to do other things you know the other thing i noticed was that arnell's character after eb started to kill his friends every time he would appear he was almost like a menacing presence they would zoom in on his face and he'd get really like serious and start talking in a certain tone and i thought that arnell was going to be like hypnotized by the bong and kill his friends there's a lot of things they could have done better i think when i first suggested this movie i had no idea it had involved strippers and involved like a bong world i thought if anything it was gonna like the people who smoke from the bong were gonna turn like deadites from evil dead that would have been cool yeah but the stripper thing i was like oh okay that's different actually i think in the if you read the description very well it does say something about killer strippers yeah i know but i didn't read the description i only saw (laughs) (laughs) oh that's cool we didn't know what to expect yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) the minute we got like part way through the movie he's just like oh boy and i'm like we're gonna really have to apologize to them (laughs) because this is a lot to sit through (laughs) it's okay i mean i apologize to the listeners if they do end up going to check it out because it's bad do you guys want to rate it uh i'm gonna give it a two (laughs) (laughs) maybe even Uh, i might give it 2.5 because tommy chong really does make it good like when he came into the movie i was like oh this is actually like better now 
I was yeah. actually upset yeah. he took so long to come out. Once he was in it, it was worth it. Well, it was like last 20 minutes or something. Like <laughs> well, I was afraid that he would come in and then get killed off right away, like something <laughs> stupid. Right? You know, I was like, he's here, and then go. Yeah, at least he was an actual <laughs> character versus just a little pop-in. Yeah. yeah. I think this movie's hilarious. It's definitely not scary. There's no. very minimal gore, if any. Mm. It's just a little blood spatter here and there. I'm going to give it a two, but I did like that. Chong's in it and Bill Mosley's in it. And that saves the entire movie. <laughs> I'm also going to give it a two. Not scary. It's not good. <laughs> it's just a lot of story that you don't care about and are forced to watch just to get to the best part, which is Tommy Chong. Should we talk about what scared Loki about this movie? What scared Loki? I don't think he was scared by this movie at all. This is a fair. <laughs> <laughs> he was not impressed. Do you want to tell us about it, Loki? Sounds good. We'll try to watch something that will actually scare you next time. <laughs> Unless you liked this relaxing content. There's CBD for dogs. There is. Yeah. There's tons of TikToks, though, of dogs accidentally getting into something. And then right. they're just out of it all day. It's pretty funny. Well, there's even a joke in Up in Smoke where he talks about how they're smoking some Maui Waui with a little bit of Labrador. He's like, what's Labrador? He's like, well, you know, my dog ate my stash. I had to follow him around for about a week with a little baggie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What's funny about that, though, is I say the same thing, but it's because our dog is a lab and she literally gets her hair in everything so like when i go to take a toke i'll have to like pull out some of her hair sometimes i'm like oh my gosh this dog's hair is everywhere so i'm like it's a little bit of maui wow with the labrador in it <laughs> <laughs> to close out the show is there anything you guys want to plug uh, yeah you can follow us at twitter we're always room for more pod we're a podcast that gets high and talks random crazy shit our twitter is always more pod so you can find us on facebook at always room for more podcasts also on instagram with the same name and yeah yeah that's pretty much all we're pretty much find us on all the social needs. <laughs> also have our email at alwaysroomformorepodcast at gmail.com. So if they want to actually get in touch with us or talk to us like mm-hmm. more us, uh, strain like ideas one-on-one, they can do that. Nice. Awesome. We loved having you guys on. I hope you guys can come back on again for some more B through Z movies. Or There's some... quite a few Evil Bong movies that yeah. we could get through. <laughs> we'll have to revisit a couple of these. And also knowing that Vivi's never seen Clerks. Mm. <laughs> We got stuff to watch now. <laughs> we're going to have to get you on ours and talk about that one or something. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I know what we're doing right after this. We're watching. <laughs> well, that is pretty much it here for us. You can follow us pretty much anywhere at Shaken Not Scared Pod, except Twitter. Twitter is Shaken Scared Pod. You can send us an email at shakennotscaredpod at gmail.com. You can support the show on Patreon. We'll name our next drink after you with mentions on our website where the drink page will live forever. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcasting sites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, a bunch of others. Give us a listen. Give us a follow. Throw Loki a CBD treat. Stay on brand. <laughs> Be sure to like, rate, review, all that good stuff. And okay, thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>